Blog Talk Radio. Today I want to talk to you from the subject, Get Your Butt Out of the Way. The word as I use it in this subject has only one T, but two T's could also be applicable. I talk to people in all kinds of situations, in all kinds of places, and they give me all kinds of stories. Very often people say to me, Reverend Ike, I want to be such and such a thing, but Reverend Ike, I would like to have such and such a thing, but oh, Reverend Ike, how I would like to do such and such a thing, but so finally one day as somebody was telling me all of these different buts, I just finally blurted out and I said, look, you know, you could be what you want to be, do what you want to do, and have what you want to have if you would just get your butt out of the way. (laughs) I want you to make some notes and I want you to start a project with yourself. I want you to look out for every time you use the word butt. And you'll find out In many cases, that the only thing that stands between you and what you want is a big butt. And you'll discover it's your butt. (laughs) And I have quoted the prophet to you time and time again. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth. And keep the door of my lips. Let's quote that scripture together again. Come on. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth and keep the door of my lips. You're going to hear me quoting over and over again ad nauseum for a while. What you say, S-A-Y, is what you get. The word is so important. So many people misunderstand what the Word of God is. The theologians don't have the slightest idea what the Word of God is. So let me tell you again what the Word of God is. What you say about yourself is the Word of God to you. Now, it may take you a few minutes to digest that a little. I want to repeat it again, and I want to put it in the first person. What I say about myself is the word of God to me. Together, what I say about myself is the word of God to me. If I say I am poor, that is my word, and that becomes the word of God to me. That becomes the word which determines my experience. That becomes the word which determines my expression. If I say I can't get anywhere, if I say I cannot succeed, if I say I cannot prosper, if I say I can't get a hold of any money, if I say I can't hold any money, if I say nothing works for me, if I say that I'm born to lose, then that is my word and that becomes the word of God to me. And you're never going to get any further in life than the Word of God.
meaning your word about yourself. The theologians tell us, for example, about that wonderful scripture that it's some big God sitting up in the sky. The scripture that says, my word that goes forth out of my mouth shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and prosper in the thing where unto I send it. We've been taught that that's some big God speaking from the sky. That is not true. This is the truth of the word of every man. The words that go forth out of your mouth, they're not going to come back to you void. They're going to accomplish something. There is creation in your every word. There is creative power in your every word. And I'm going to put that in the first person and have you affirm it with me. There is creative power in my every word. Together, there is creative power in my every word. You see, the infinite has given it to you, the individual, to speak your word of creation. And each person creates his own world by his own word. In the book of Genesis, the first chapter, we are told that God spoke the world into existence. And so do you every day, every time you open your big mouth, you speak your world into existence. And every time you say, I would like to be, I would like to do, I would like to have, but you put a but in your way. Now don't think again, and I want to pry you loose from this misconception. Don't you think for a moment that there's some word of God spoken from heaven to you that determines your experience? Not so. The word of God that is spoken by you in your own heart becomes the word of God to you and controls your experience. So if in your heart, if you want to be delivered from any situation, you believe in your heart and feel it in your heart and see it in your heart and say it and confess it, you'll be saved from negative conditions. But notice this, the word is near thee and it's even in your mouth. All you've got to do is to believe it and say it. Now, there are different kinds of buts that people put in their way. And I'm going to find out right now, or rather let you find out individually, what kind of buts you've put in your way. Some people say, Reverend Ike, I'd like to be, to do, and to have such and such a thing, but I don't have any money. This I'll call the no money but. And I'll ask you, and let you examine your heart. Do you ever put the no money but in your way? Let, let's do some confessing here. I do believe in confession, you know. You see, but we confess and forsake. Not enough to say, yeah, I did it and keep on doing it. But here again, that wonderful book of psychology, the Bible says, if you confess and forsake your sin, you'll have mercy. If you release that error out of your heart, if you release that error out of your mind, if you stop practicing negative thinking in your mind, you'll have mercy, you'll have help. So let's talk about this no money but. Stop and think for a moment, and I thought about this this morning in my meditation. Most of the great fortunes, most of the great industries, most of the great institutions in the entire world started with no money. The great fortunes possessed by the great multimillionaires in America today, if you go back to the beginning of that family fortune, 
you will find out that most of those fortunes started with what? No money. Everywhere you see great success and great riches, it is not difficult to trace it and find that it started with no money. But what did it start with? An idea. Everybody say, idea. Idea. Nothing except an idea. But here is the great mystic and actual secret. You see, everything begins with an idea. If you have an idea, you're rich. If you can accept the idea of being wealthy, that in itself will bring you and lead you into the mechanics of becoming wealthy. I can be very personal about this and go right back to the press conference in Detroit when a German newspaper reporter asked me the question, Reverend Ike, what can you say to the people who are unemployed? How can your philosophy be practically applied in their case? I said, well, I'm a good example of that. I started this multi-million dollar ministry with $200 that I saved up from unemployment compensation back in 1959. I started it with an idea. Let everybody say idea. Shout it again. And as long as you have an idea, don't say I don't have anything. If you have an idea, you have everything. Because to tell you the truth, every idea has its own mechanics built into it. Please write that down. An idea never comes to you without the mechanics, without the modus operandi. Now, the intellect cannot see the modus operandi. The intellect may not be able to see the mechanics. But every idea has its own mechanics built into it. But you have to believe in that idea. You have to learn how to feel that idea. Don't think for a moment that Henry Ford started out as a wealthy man. He didn't. Henry Ford became a billionaire. Not a millionaire, but a billionaire. And by the way, anytime anybody says you, Reverend Ike, is a millionaire, correct them. Millionaires are so common, and you know I'm not common, I am. <laughs> and what did Henry Ford start with? Henry Ford started with an idea. What was that idea? Transportation. Horseless carriage. And because he believed in this idea, this idea led him to take all of the different mechanical steps to develop the idea of an automobile. It was over his wife's kitchen sink that he held a little contraption that was to become an automobile engine and had his wife to drip gas into it drop by drop at one stage. And then he got a dentist to make the first spark plug to regulate fuel injection. An idea. The power of an idea is unlimited. Say that with me. The power of an idea is unlimited. And often people say to me, Reverend Ike, you tell people to think positive, but how practical is that? I'm telling you now that believing in an idea is practical because the idea will lead you step by step to take 
the right action. It will bring you together with all of the right people for every right purpose. Now, perhaps very few people know in the automotive world today that it was a dentist that made the first spark plug. Didn't look like the AC spark plugs that we have today and the other sophisticated spark plugs, but the first idea, manifestation of a spark plug made by a dentist through the idea of an automobile working in the mind of Henry Ford and became a billionaire. And you know, so many people tried to dissuade Henry Ford. Give up that damn fool idea. Preachers preached against it. Call the automobile as Henry Ford would drive about the streets around Detroit, called it the devil's horse. That's why I tell you, don't you pay one damn bit of attention to these preachers. They're always the last to catch on to any damn thing. And then after it gets going, in spite of their preaching and their damnation, then they want to get on it. Now all the preachers have devil horses, you see. The mind that does not understand the processes of creation always criticizes the creative-minded person. This is why, again, the Master Jesus said on one occasion, cast not your pearls before swine. That's why you don't go and try to blather out everything I tell you here to somebody who does not understand it. When he said, cast not your pearls before swine, he wasn't talking about people. He was talking about those low states of consciousness which do not appreciate creative ideas. See, everybody is not yet in the state of consciousness to appreciate creative ideas. Everybody is not at the state of consciousness yet to get their pie now. Some of them would rather wait for it. And this upstart Reverend Ike comes along and tells them, look, you can have it now. That's too much for them. They've been so busy going through hell trying to get to heaven. Don't tell me that I don't have to do that. My mother did it. My father did it. My auntie did it. My uncle did it. And it's good enough for me. <laughs> so don't bother them. You just go on and... Let your light so shine. And after a while, they'll come inching around and they'll ask you. Oh, I find This is Hindsight Radio. I represent it. The information station changing the nation. Peace, peace, everybody. This is Akeem L. with Hindsight Radio, the information station changing the nation. And you are now listening to the Truth Tuesday show, the first show of 2021. Do y'all realize it's almost six years in running strong, stronger than ever? Six years this show been running. And it's getting better and better with the information. Um, so I got a lot in store for you guys this year. But first, I want to thank everybody that showed up for the New Year's ritual, did their thing writing down the things that they wanted uh, to see happen so far this year, for this year, prosperity, peace, and extreme wealth, things like that. Uh, Definitely enjoyed myself. Uh, The family enjoyed it. They was excited to do it. We all did it together. 
And that was the first time we all did it together. Usually I would travel off and do it. And and I was thinking about that. Um, Let me just, before I get into that, uh, you guys can hear me clearly. I just want to make sure. I don't make any assumptions. I want to get into everything. And um, y'all can't hear me. Somebody just hit me in the chat if you can hear. Uh, if I got a text, that means y'all are here. Thank you. Um, that got me to thinking um, doing that for me. Um, that got me to thinking, you know, I have, you know, so many times I've done that ritual without the whole family. I, uh, me and Beth did it one year um, together a couple of years ago. You know, I, you know, we went to Atlanta. But then I was thinking, I was like, you know, why don't I just do this all the time with the family? Why did I have to travel off and do that? You know, I mean, I would, I would rather do it with the family than than every, everyone else at the same. Now, if I went and we put a put a get together, you know, I still would want to include the whole family from here on out, because with the whole family working as a unit, uh writing down what they want good to happen for themselves, it, it, it reinforces that family unity and that same vibe, positive vibe is in the house. So, you know, that was the first time I, I, I really was awakened by that, just, you know, us all doing it together. Um, and I, I would suggest you guys do the same thing with your families every year. Now we know the new, the real new year is coming up in spring, right before spring, and and there's another opportunity to do it again. I'm gonna put that date in my calendar to remember to do another ritual then, um, for the for the rebirth of the trees and the blossoming of the planet, you know. So, so plan for another ritual in a couple of months. You know, we're gonna do it all together. Uh, as a family, it'll probably be warmer. So we'll probably, you know, I, I got to plan that out, see how we're going to do that, whether we're going to do it outside somewhere. Of course, we'll include the hindsight, you know, family into that. And, again, I thank everybody that showed up. We had about 50 or so people. Some odd. It, was, it was quite a bit of people there. That was good, better than the year before. So pretty soon it'll just get better and better. And um, already, already the year started off good. Of course, with, oh, when things start off good, there's always things that come at you that try to distract you from your mission and what's really important, you know, things and people. And I always have to be mindful that people are not of the same mindset as mine, and they're thinking mostly of themselves when they're wanting to do something and not thinking of what you have to do. Now, uh, a situation that took place yesterday, I think yesterday the day before, someone wanted a, a consultation. They wanted to skip the line. And to be truthful about it, this person is habitual with wanting the line, and I've accommodated a few times, but I think I've created a, a bad situation for myself by allowing that. So this time, I didn't allow it. And I sent a message through Messenger, and they said I was being rude. So I said, well, if you feel like I'm going to be rude, how about you get on the show and talk about how rude I was so we can go line for line on what I said? Because I felt like I spoke the truth about, no, 
You're going to have to wait. See, with, when people are listening to my show regularly, people know that this week I was, I'm supposed to be in Dallas tomorrow for the rest of the week at a conference with some other brothers we build with to bring new information. We, you know, we're working together. But I'm not going to Dallas, but I'm still doing the conference by Zoom. We're doing a Zoom chat because one of the brothers, uh, you know, went and got tested. He got tested for COVID. He's positive. So me and Beth were supposed to be on a plane tomorrow. Schedule was blocked off until next Monday, starting tomorrow. But see, when people don't know what's going on, they make assumptions about your schedule. And they want to make their issues more important than what you're doing. And they start off things like, oh, I know you're busy, but what if you know I'm busy, then why are you bothering me if you know I'm busy? That means that, see, that's the way in because you don't care about my schedule, but you're pretending to care. See, this is 2021. 2020 was about seeing the truth truth being revealed. 2021 is about putting it all on the table and being men and women about your business. And we have to be men and women and not be worried about people's delicate feelings when it comes to taking care of our business. Since I did the new consultation with $75, 30 minutes video conference, I've been slam busy with that. People are jumping all over that. And it's not fair to the people that want to get a consultation and they wait patiently for their consultation to do that. Now, I don't mind, you know, hey, you know, I I got a situation. Can we talk? And that's, you know, once a one-off, you know. But when you make it a habit, every time you need a consultation, it's an emergency. No, it, it, see, that means that you're making your emergency my emergency. You're raising my level of anxiety with your issues because now i got to figure out, oh, cool, get this person in. No, no, it doesn't happen like that. From here on out, this is a public service amount, um, announcement. The schedule is there. If it's not available, that means I'm not available. See, this is why the government has made these rules, because what happens, people, you get a little leeway, then people abuse those leeways. And he's right. I was going to talk about it on the show. He's absolutely right. And I'm willing to talk to him about it on the show today, because we're going to start this year off being men and being straight about our business. I deal with tons of people a week, and I also help coach them through their issues. So, and I don't mind helping people and doing things for them, but don't abuse my kindness. So I won't read the the, the exchange of messages. It wasn't many. It wasn't. Many. I only exchanged one message, really. But I can guarantee you when I read that message, y'all going to say, he, he, I wasn't rude. I just was straight up saying, hey, hey, you know, wait, just like everybody else, um, the schedule is there. So, but anyway, let's get on 
to your prosperity and my prosperity. See, the reason why we struggle with being prosperous because we have opposing ideas in our mind. We say we want prosperity. We say we want things, but when it comes time to get down to doing that work, we rather watch TV. we rather do something else. We get tired. Oh, I'm going to take a little nap. But we, we have to fight through those things. I, I have to fight through those things. You know, because, we, you know, we did this ritual, and I wrote down some things that I wanted to do, and I was like, I'm gonna, I got to stick to it. I got to be a man of my word. I got to be true to myself. Because no one else is going to be true to me as much as I'm going to be true to myself. And by me being true to myself, other people will be true to me. That's what I'll attract, people that are true to me, as long as I'm true to myself. You see? Your word is what gets you what you want. Your mind, Actually, your mind and then your word. I have a metaphysical Bible, and they have the definition for mind in it. Hold on. It's the Metaphysical Bible Dictionary from uh, Charles Fillmore. If you don't know who Charles Fillmore, um, he's the guy who uh, founded the, um, what is the name of that, the church? Um, Man, it's on the tip of my tongue. There's a bunch of them around. I went to one of them, and it, it, it's it definitely not following <laughs> what he was teaching. But uh, what is the unity churches, the unity, unity. So here it is, mind. Definition of mind. By the term mind, we mean God, the universal principle of causation, which includes all principles. Mathematics is a principle that its field illustrates the exact and inexorable laws that are one with manifestations of God or mind. There is nothing but mind and thought, principle, and its mode of expression. The things made or are externalized are simply effects and of themselves would quickly pass away. But mind and thought are one and inseparable self-existence and ever active, the cause of all that appears. An understanding of God or universal mind is a key to all scriptures and occult writings. In the story of creation as told by Moses, which is metaphysically correct, all things were brought forth by God, said, mind, thought. So, mind is God. Mind is the beginning of all creation. Everything you're seeing and feeling is just the effect or causation of what the mind has thought of. Everything. So whatever we're experiencing, and I, I deal with people a lot and I say these things, they don't, you know, the ones that are not ready to be responsible for what they're dealing with in their life, reject it. Right? Oh, I made them do this to me? Remember, what you're experiencing is the causation, the effect of the mind. And if I'm being serious and, and real serious about myself, everything I'm dealing with is because I know I thought about it first. The, the, the problems I've had in my relationships, 
I just said, I think it was on the last show, the show before, you know, the the bumpy arguments that I've gotten in with uh, Beth over the last few weeks, we going back and forth, and and it's all because of my thoughts, not her. <laughs> and all I'm seeing is the effect. Now, and it's vice versa for her. Now, she said something that was uh, pretty profound, and I, I didn't give her the credit for it, but she said, it seems like when we're going back and forth, you, it, we, you want to be right and I want to be right. We have a way of seeing things, and no one wants to let go. And that's exactly right. <laughs> I want to be right. She wants to be right. And, and here's the truth of the matter. In the spectrum of billions of people on this planet, so that means there's billions of minds thinking all things at the same time, Right now, as we're speaking, the thoughts that we're arguing about, and you look at it from that perspective, those arguments don't mean nothing. Being right doesn't mean anything. Because right is matter, being right is a matter of perspective. And, we, and if you, that's usually what helps me bring myself back from disagreements, right? And I realized, wait a minute, why, why is it so important for me to be right? Why is that? What am I getting out of being right? Oh, I get that moment of gratification, which is really not a gratification, because the moment I get that fleeting gratification, guess what I did to the other person? By thinking I was right, I just made them wrong. Because that's when you're doing, when you oppose your idea of being right on someone, you just made them wrong, and no one wants to be wrong. Now you just created an enemy. <laughs> you created opposition. You see? It's really not about right and wrong. It's about perspective and respecting everyone's idea of what they think about a certain situation. And sometimes I got to remind myself, why do I have to push this issue? I got if it's not profitable about making money or about bringing peace or good, better loving to the situation, then it, is it worth that being right? Because I can tell you, it's okay to be being wrong, but bring you more peace than being right will ever do. <laughs> yeah, being the one. Oh, okay, you got that. You're right about that. <laughs> Saying, "Hey, you're right," will bring you more peace than it will. If you just try to push your position on being right. Because it's like a domino effect. And I, you know, when you, when you have this heightened awareness, you see it immediately. Like I see it, like when I, oh, getting in those little disagreements, I can see attitude changes. But when I shift and I, Bring in the love and the understanding, and I get the I get the good attitude back. So you really do have control over how people interact with you, based on how you interact. Now I do realize sometimes, you know, I've been in situations where I've come in peacefully, and the person just, you know, they get they get jump off. But you can still change that. 
because they might have just dealt with something difficult, dealt with someone difficult, and they still got that lingering vibration when you come into the field. Now you're being tested by that storm of that person's attitude. What you going to do now? See, everything is mind. And we have to stop letting our mind run wild like a pit bull off its, off its leash. That is what is going on. Just letting it just think any old things and not saying, wait, 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 where did this thought originate from? Just like most things, most of our thoughts that we have in our minds don't originate from our thoughts. They originate from someone else's ideas. And you know this to be true, because why? Education, religion, politics. People have an opinion about Trump. They got an opinion about Biden based off of somebody else's opinion, for the most part. Because now I, I can guarantee nobody listening to this show right now ever sat down with Trump or Biden personally and talked to these guys and know what they're really all about. Everything we think about them is all an assumption, whether we're for or against them. And I'm saying to myself, why do I even care? None of them are paying a bill. None of them is bringing income into my home. So my main focus is on what? My castle, my temple, my church. The first church and temple is my mind. Then after that, it's my external temple is my actual physical home and relationships, taking care of those things. And that's all I got time for. Then the business. Taking care, you know, people call me up. They want to be coached spiritually on their, you know, which way they should go. That's that's the other job. But I also got to be mindful. I can't let other people's issues get into me and control my perceptions. Very careful not to pass judgment because whenever I've gotten counseled people and I hear people tell their story, and people always tell a story by making the other person look bad most times. And sometimes I've gotten caught up with uh, agreeing with those. Then after I agreed and, 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 and validated their story, somewhere down in that conversation, <laughs> it never fails. That's why I don't do it anymore. It never fails. Sometime down in that conversation, I realize why they're experiencing whatever they're experiencing from that person. It never fails. Never. I had a gentleman actually say that a woman is not supposed to leave the husband. The husband is supposed to end the marriage. It's not the woman's place to do that. And I was like, oh, what? Now, that's some old Bible stuff, biblical stuff. And see, and that's someone that don't really read the Bible carefully because the Bible, when they came to Christ and asked him about how to divorce, he said, well, you can only divorce on the grounds of adultery. And he only gave them that because <laughs> because they was pushing it. Because really, there was no grounds. And, it's how, and they, they were looking for excuses to leave their wives. 
but he recognized the wickedness in their heart, and he was like, okay, well, you can do it on this ground. You know, only that. See, when you read the Bible, it it doesn't talk about women leaving the husband. Nowhere in there. It's always the man. Joseph was going to uh, walk away from Mary because she was pregnant, and it wasn't his. And then these Pharisees or whoever was asking these questions about how to leave, and they always wanted to condemn the woman more than they wanted to condemn the man from some type of sexual Well, How did she even have sex? She had sex with a man, didn't she? So how did, how did she get more punishment than the male? When you look at these scriptures, you realize that it was nothing but a, the evil mind of a man that wrote some of these scriptures to make themselves important or have some semblance of authority. And then when he when the brother said this, I said, are you, I was like in my head, he's out of your mind. I didn't even challenge it. I was like, I let it go. I said, well, i tell you what. You're going to receive everything you're asking for. Now, of course, they didn't realize what I was saying. How I want to be in the context of why I was saying that. You're going to get exactly what you're looking for. See, I know none of that Bible stuff that they're teaching, the way they're teaching now, really works because I came home to an empty house trying to play that role. It don't work. Everybody deserves a certain amount of uh, mutual respect. And no one wants to be dominated. Natural resistance, because why? He said, have dominion over all things. That meant men, women, <laughs> children. So the equal equal power there. Yeah, somebody said the only way, according to the Bible, was by intercession by her father. Like, you know, she needed permission. But anyway. <clears throat> so, once again, the mind, very powerful tool that we have to bring about our success. And it's also a very powerful tool that we have that can bring out bring about our problems. Now, you're going to have to choose how you're going to use that powerful mind. You're going to use the divine mind or you're going to use the the less divine mind, which some will say the devil mind. You have to choose. It's a new year, first week of the year, and this is the time to start taking action on your own success. It's always the time. Always. So make your mind up on what you're going to do, how you're going to execute it, write down a plan. Like I was the other day, I just went through my last month's statement just to see where my money was going. And I was not happy on how I was spending money. I was wasting money on things. But if you want to be successful, you're going to have to do that. If you want those millions, you're going to have to watch where your money's going. You can't make $10,000 and spend $10,000. And I was looking at some things. I was like, man, you know, just you, you can delude yourself when it comes to your money. Oh, man, I'm doing great. I'm, you know, And I am doing great. But I can do better on controlling some of my expenses. 
You know, some of those things I really didn't need to do, but I did them. So, and and that's one of the things we have not been taught, you know, from, you know, I know I wasn't, how to manage money, how to respect money. To be a millionaire, you got to make more, make a lot of money and spend little. Spend just what you need to spend to take care of your needs. Yes. Yes, you can uh, enjoy entertainment and things like that. That's not what I'm saying. Don't entertain yourself. But in, especially if you're starting a business, you got to be disciplined. You got to control that mind. You know, I know some of us, We, you know, we come from where we didn't have a lot. So now we got all this money. I want to go get this. I want to go get that. I want to, you know, do these things. And then when you get them, you're still not satisfied. You get that new car, that new house. It's still, it, you got it now. It's not a big deal. Then you're looking for the next thrill. You got to reverse that. The thrill should be, okay, see how much money I can make and then also see how much money I don't have to spend at the same time. That's how you get to millionaire status. And so I've been talking about I'm a millionaire. So now I have to watch every penny and where it's going so that I can make that bank account represent my affirmations. All right, what is it? Uh, 742, if you got any questions, comments, hit the one. Um, I put up a video of the uh, Kanye's Georgia event. It's edited. I took some parts out <clears throat> and left in the important stuff. It's up there on my YouTube channel. Uh, it's about an hour, eighteen minutes. I'm gonna. I got more footage to put up there, but I'm. You know, I got to go through it because the more sensitive information I cut out, I don't um, put that out there on YouTube. That only some of that the stuff I talk about is only gonna be in the private. But the stuff I was talking about in, in that video is just general stuff that I teach all the time. <clears throat> well, one of the things I wanted to talk about is fiction of the United States. And how is it that the Constitution says that the legislature or the Congress doesn't have jurisdiction not exceeding 10 miles square, how do they get the jurisdiction outside of that? And then it says, but by session of a particular state. How do they get this jurisdiction outside of that? How do they have exclusive jurisdiction outside of that 10 miles square? How do they get it? Simple. States gave them power. Session means formally giving up rights by a particular state. The states give them power by accepting money from them to enforce certain laws, mainly child support and IRS. So once they allow the federal government to come in and have and they work those laws and they get money for it, they've just been bought off. And now they have, the the Congress have exclusive jurisdiction over them. Now, how does that affect you? And why, when I keep talking about nationality, 
and correcting certain things so that you don't fall into their jurisdiction. See, where was the social created? In the United States, right? Social Security Administration, which is a branch of the government, right? That's their property. See, they have exclusive jurisdiction over all of their property. So when you're using their property, they have the right to say, give me mine. I want a piece. I want a cut. And if you don't give me a cut, I'm locking you up. Or I'm going to hit you with a stiff penalty. This is pretty much the ABCs of what what I've talked about over the years. But it seems that people still don't understand that concept. See, when you're using that number to make money, they deserve their cut. They deserve it. That's their right because it's their property. Now, how are you going to make it not their property? Make it so that they see the Social Security number was created for one thing, and that was to give you benefits in your old age. Then they started creating a bunch of statutes and laws that said, just like the states, and I'm going to repeat it. The Congress has exclusive jurisdiction, not exceeding 10 miles squared, of the District of Columbia, but by session of a particular state, lowercase. Right? So I've also told you state is another word for status. It's your state. What state are you in? You're in the state of what? Being a national, American national. You're in the state of being a North Carolinian, a New Yorker, South Carolinian, a Californian. That's the state that you're in. But you can give up your rights by doing what? Filling out a W-2 or a W-4 form? Or... When you fill out the applications, you check off U.S. citizen, black, African-American, white, in any of those choices. Now, there's one choice on there that that stands out, and it's always the first one. It's called uh, American Indian or Alaskan Native. Those two, those two categories are above the other categories. Still not great categories, but if you're going to check one, those are the ones I would check because those are the ones uh, American Indians have the tax exempt status, and it's in the Constitution. That's a that 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 is what, what, what how I would say that I would say it's publicly recognized that they're tax exempt. But there's another group of people that's tax exempt that's not publicly; they're only private. And how do you know that they're tax exempt? Because they're not defined in the code of any of their laws. And what is that? New Yorker, North Carolinian, uh, American, national. Those those words are not there. And I'm not saying be a state citizen. No, I'm not. I've always told you guys to define y'all as yourself as something they don't define in their law. When you look at the task code, irrevocable trust is not even mentioned. It says revocable trust. 
So that means you got to go the other way. See, you have to be able to read through the lines to understand not to be under the exclusive jurisdiction of the United States. When you take out a loan and it's federally funded, you have just become under the exclusive jurisdiction of the United States. Now you have to pay taxes. See, this is why you can't get rid of taxes on houses, because how you funded the house in the first place. See, if the funds came from the federal government or federally backed, then they have exclusive jurisdiction over that property, and so the county is going to enforce taxes on that property. This is why the gurus can't get you out of tax. They can't get you to be tax exempt because the the very thing that started it put them exclusively under the direction or the control of the federal government. Oh, how do I buy the house and not be under exclusive jurisdiction? First off, you would have to take out a conventional loan. But see, this is how you know what loans you need to take out. Because a conventional loan requires 20% down. So that people with money, if you save that up, you pay that down. No federally backed money. But one thing people don't know about conventional loans, they don't care about, you can get a loan, conventional loan, just through bank statements. Showing bank statements saying, this is what I did. No tax returns. See, but when you go to that federally backed loan, they want tax returns. Why? They want to make sure they have exclusive jurisdiction over you and over that property. This is why people don't win houses in foreclosure. You can sit there and complain about how the the loan was funded by your social all you want, but the Government got exclusive jurisdiction. The epiphany hit me, and I was just reading Section 8 of the Constitution saying about exclusive jurisdiction, and the epiphany hit me. This is why you can't get out of certain things, because how you got that property came under what? A Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac back loan, FHA loans. That's why those loans are so easy to get. You can have bad credit and get those loans. See? See how the devil gives you those little treats and then those treats come back to bite you later? This is why people don't win their houses trying to go to court and fight. And and the courts will never give you the house because the government will come after them with like and, and put the hammer down on them for giving away their property. Because basically, that house is theirs, although you're paying a mortgage. Oh, yes. It's their house. And they're letting you rent it. And they give you a little tax break at the end of the year to have it. That's why it's important. <laughs> this this premium membership is important because I'm showing you all how to trade those FRNs dollar for dollar with real Treasuries, United States dollars. So you, you know, you got to start recognizing how you're getting trapped into these things. And, it, and it, the trap is very simple, but we don't 
put all of this stuff and look at it in a whole holistic point of view, say, well, why can't, why is everybody going into these courtrooms and they're losing in these foreclosures? And y'all have heard of, um, man, <laughs> I, I, his name, man, you know, the guy that helped me with foreclosures. Actually, I got to have him on. He sent me a message the other day. Um, Gilbert, Gilbert. Tell him, he, he have seen houses and them give, you know, let people win houses, but they've never been a friendly back loan. Never. Never was. Now, I, I understand fully why it's that way. The United States owns a lot of property. A lot of property through these mortgages. Yes. So basically, if you get a loan backed by these, the government, you just made your house a federal territory. Yes. You are living in a federal territory. And this is why you get no remedy. Now, there is remedy, but you got to go, you got to walk it back. You got to walk it all back. There is remedy. But not the remedy that some of these guys have been putting on, y'all. So remember, stay out of those federal territories. Stop picking those federal identities. I'm not saying you can, you can have a driver's license and all those things. And I've proven it. And still not be looked at as like you, you're taking a federal benefit. See, I have a drive, but I don't have it. I don't have the one that says, "Oh, that that what's that real ID?" I don't have real ID. I don't need it. What do I need? I got my passport as a national, but I have the one that says "Not for Federal Purposes." So basically, that ID is, is, is strictly can only be used in the country it was given, South Carolina, the Republic. And then with my name change and all that stuff on the record, on my, my, my explanatory station on the record, they clearly know who I am. Clearly. And this is 2021. If you're not getting your stuff together now, is they're trying to talk about vaccine cards and you're going to be required. But see, let me, let me take the scale off of that. Because, see, some of y'all texting me, sending me these things about the vaccines. There's so many people that are going to want to want the vaccine. You ain't even going to have you, – you won't be able to get it if you want to. Because there's too many people in front of you trying to get it, beating down the door to get it. And another thing, it's just like the mask mandates, right? They said you got to wear a mask. When you read the rules, you said you could be exempt, and we don't have to prove that you're exempt, so we're going to – do off the, 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 the honor code. Do I have to read that mandate again? I did a YouTube video on it. And that's pretty much going to be the vaccines. Oh, yeah, everybody got to get one. <laughs> and then the news is going to say, everybody got to get one. But then when you read the rules, it's going to say, yeah, everybody must get one, but this certain group of people that can't get them. See, my grandson can't even get a vaccine because what they make out of him, he's allergic to. So what about them people? His medical condition exempts them from it. And the, the, the highest exemption is your religious exemption. 
So what y'all worrying about? Y'all gonna bring that stuff. Worrying about that stuff is gonna bring it to your doorstep, and they're gonna be, and it's gonna be somebody standing there with a needle and the cops trying to force you or force you on you. Why? Because your fears is gonna bring that to you. I'm not even thinking about that vaccine. Let everybody else worry about it. Know what I'm worried about? My success. Making that bank account grow larger. Keep making my peace grow larger. Making my love and my life get better. That's what I'm. That's all I'm concerned with. And if you be concerned with those things, I trust me, you're gonna have a a nice, peaceful life. I have peace. And the only time I don't have peace is when I'm trying to be right. That's the only time. And that's and most people they can't say that. They got they they, they got on the job everywhere they go. They ain't, their peace is there. You know when I when I don't have peace is when I'm trying to be right in some type of verbal conflict. And then when I let that go, peace returns instantly. And I realize, why do you keep getting in that? You know, because I'm still learning how to keep my mind under control. I'm still work, learning that. I've been 51 years letting it run rampant, <laughs> just letting it out the cage and then not, not checking on it, you know? And, and a lot of y'all looking at these videos on TV, y'all letting your mind go rampant about what they're going to do, what they will do, the deep state this, the deep state that, Trump this, Biden this, bad election, fraud this, and they they they, they, they one world government this. and that, All of that, thinking about those negative things is going to bring negative things to you. So if you on there, I see people posting literally something or sharing something at least 20 times a day. I'm like, God, when do you have time to make money? If you want these social media platforms, just sharing this and sharing that, sharing this. Yeah, I get on there periodically and I share stuff. Then I get the hell off. But I'm talking all day from morning to evening. Post stuff. I'm like, what? How? And it's always some conspiracy theory. <laughs> Let that stuff go. Man, think about, post. You know, if you want to share something, share something about peace, prosperity, share those things. That's what I try to do. I try to share some things. I try to share some funny things. You know, share good things. All right, let's go to the phone lines. I don't want to hear nothing negative about you, this and that. You know, oh, just give me something positive. We, we, this is a positive show. It's the first year show of the year. You know, you got questions, I'll answer it. But, uh, you know, if you want to talk about some conspiracy theory about what the government might do or what the aliens might come down and do, I'm not trying to hear. All right, here we go. 253476. Yeah, peace to the guys. How's it going, Akeem? I'm do- going good. How's it going with you? Yeah, it's going real good. Yeah, want to wish peace, good. prosperity, good health to you and your family for the new year here. Thank you. Thank you. Same to you and your family. Yeah, tell the wife. Thank I you. say hello. Uh, and, and, and bless her for keeping you in line. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I 
you know yeah. she's right there by your <laughs> side. You know she she don't leave your <laughs> at least when I was there she didn't leave your side. So you got a great woman there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Good women really kind of, these days are really kind of hard to come by. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. I just want to ask yeah. you a couple of questions. Uh, uh, I came, yeah, when, when a person fills out their tax court petition, how do you check to see what your docket number is? How do, how do we get on there to see that? Oh, I haven't done that in a while. Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to go to the um, Pacer and look it up. Pacer. Go to the who? You got to get an account with Pacer. Pacer, P A C E R, the the the, the federal courts uh, records. Oh, okay. Pacer. Pacer. dot com. Okay. Pacer. That's okay. how you. Yeah. 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 Go to Pacer. Okay. Did you did you Pacer. dot com? Yeah. I'll let her pull that up. P-A-C-E-R. Did you ever get a chance to P A C E R? Okay. Mm-hmm. I got that. Did you ever get a chance to put together? You said you was going to make a uh, new affidavit for the passport. Oh, that's been done. Oh, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's on your side. I just didn't. I didn't put it out there. I was. I was holding off. I'm, oh, okay. <laughs> I was holding off. It, it, I mean, the other ones work. Listen, the other ones working the same way, same remedies. So I'm like, you know, why? You know, not yet. Yeah, okay. yeah, you know, I okay. put it out there eventually soon. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just not well, a need for it because the other one is just kicking, still kicking, kicking ass and taking names. So why would I change it? <laughs> we'll put that okay. out. There no, I just thought you come up but with that, something that's better. That's been done I, probably now four or five months now. Yeah, I thought you came up with something better yeah. because I read, I read all of your revocation of election, and man, I gotta mm-hmm. fucking tell you, excuse my French, but that shit knocks me out. Uh, my, uh, you know, by the time I finished breaking it down to my wife and having her to box this and box that, this is some dynamite shit that you have in this in this document here. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. This is really. Now this I'm not is, gonna take 100% credit. Some other people put uh, that generally together. I went through and pulled out all of these. They were taking you out of where they had it written before. They had they were taking you out of one thing and putting you right back in. So I had to go fix that. So, yeah. but the idea of it came from another person, and I don't want to take credit from them, but I just enhanced yeah. it, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I know you're honest. Uh, I was telling my wife, because she was saying how smart that she thought you were, and I told her that, you know, Akeem, he works with a lot of people. You know, he's involved with a lot of important people, and they're doing good things for the people. So, yeah, she picked up yeah. on it. I tried to explain it to her. But right. yeah, it's it's dynamite. Uh, we're getting ready to have it recorded, and we're going to send it in to the commissioner. Right. But my last question is, you said you was going to put together a list because when you sent me the court tax petition, petitioner information, okay, you gave me the name for the commissioner, and there's that lady's name. I can't remember it unless I look at the paper. And the mm-hmm. Social Security office was the three people that our exemplified name change went to. Right. Did you ever? You said. You said there were some more names. What was it? Just those three? Uh, the attorney general, but you know he resigned, so we got to oh, find right. out who the, about that one. the new one. Yeah. The attorney general. That's it. Okay, so just yeah. just those four. Right. Right. Okay. That sounds good. Right. Okay. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Eddie. All right. Uh, now that he brought that up, I I, I I'm, I've been working on something for the last month and a half and I finally got it all out in the mail I sent the last mailing today 
And I'm just trying to think. I'm trying to choose words wisely here. Well, I expect something big to come out of what I just did. Um, And you got to put some people on notice, some pretty important people on notice. And from that, once I get that, that the, the 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 results of that, which I expect soon, um, in my private membership, all my private premium members, people, y'all gonna get put on to it. But you know me, I have to do it first. I have to walk through it and and experience it first before I bring it to you guys. I think it was a great idea. Um, it was in line with what I teach. How the 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 just to give you a hint. The, the two well, hint, well, y'all know I did a, a show months ago about the two trust, and I read the actual scripture breaking down which these two trust was. I broke it down, and I'm gonna put it to you like this. So when I came across this information in the procedure to put myself in the correct trust, or take that in legis and put it into the correct trust. I jumped on it because it was – I probably for the last year and a half to two years been talking about the trust and showing you biblically what they were doing. See, they put y'all in – put us all into a – when they created the birth certificate, they they automatically put you into the dead trust, the one that has no um, claims, where you can't make claims. See, you have to be an ear, and you have to be a part of the right trust. You now remember, remember when um, Abraham was about to sacrifice, do the blood sacrifice of his son, and then the came and stopped him and said, because of your faith, your ears would be like the stars in the sky. Remember that? But see, there were, there had to be a blood sacrifice, right? You know, of course, God had said, "Use your son," and he he obeyed, which is you know, we all know that's a metaphor. You know, I want to let put that out there. Don't I know that's meta a metaphor? But then he handed him a ram to sacrifice, right? Then when Christ hit the scene, what happened? The old covenant was torn up. Remember when it, when he expired, the cloth split in half. That's that's like tearing up the the covenant, and a new covenant started right at that point, or a more revived covenant, which opened the door for more people. Because that before that, only a certain group of people could get into this trust from a certain family. Right? So once that old because the, the the family wasn't playing, you know, following the laws, they was disrespecting the, the the covenant, aka trust. So that new trust came into play where anyone who had what? Believed in Christ could get into the trust. It's been right in front of y'all the whole time. It's been right right in front of me. What was needed, what I needed to do. 
give notice about me being a part of that trust. Seeing the name change is all a part of that. Putting off the old man and bringing the new. And everybody that used that very scripture got their name changed. That I know of. I, I don't know anybody that didn't. That when they were asked why you were doing this and they said that with the authority and they trusted in the spirit giving them the word that they need at the time, they got it. You know, some people, they want to rehearse. They want to oh, rehearse with me, act like this and do not. There's no need to rehearse. If you really embody this truth, you don't have to rehearse. It's just going to come out of you. You have to see, it comes out of me because I live it. And when I'm questioned, it just comes out automatically. And if you think you can fake your way through this thing, it ain't going to work because this is all by divine intervention. First of all, the mind. The God mind. Uh, someone asked what the scripture was. The scripture, just look up, do a search on your phone or your computer, putting off the old man and becoming a new man. That's going to bring that scripture up. Uh, I can't remember right offhand. This is my petition. I think it's First Corinthians something. Uh, let's go to the next call. 228-243. Hello, Akeem. How are you? I'm doing great. How are oh. you? I'm doing wonderful. Um, so my question is, you, I know you mentioned the, um, the you were talking about the SSN earlier. I wanted to know how how do you get a private bank account with no social? Oh, <laughs> that's easy. <laughs> okay. Uh, when you, it's all in my CPN webinar. You, 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 first of all, I don't advocate getting personal accounts at all. There's no need for them. They don't give you any money making those accounts, so why would you have one? Remember, the Elegance mm-hmm. is a business, so you got to think everything business. So go get your business account, and they usually have the same terms as a personal account. And so you give them an EIN. Now they're going to ask for who's the responsible party for that account. Mm-hmm. So you give them a CPN number that you have established. Now, a CPN number could be a EIN number. Right, you know right, you got, right, right. You, right. <laughs> so you know you can go and get your EIN number with your name, right? But first right, that's you a 9-8 number, right? No, it don't have to be a 9-8 number. It could be anything. Oh, it don't have to be. Okay. Like now what I'm teaching your people, mostly what I'm teaching now is you're going to open up a trust account, business account, whatever, and the trust, your personal trust, like I got the Akeem Barber Trust, right? So that that's mm-hmm. the number I'm going to give them as the profile for that trust account. And then, you know, of course, I have a trust. You know, I open up the Barber Family Trust, it'll be an 85 number. Or if I open up the Barber Family Business, it'll be an EIN number. But when they ask for the profile, I'm going to give them my trust, personal trust number. Okay. Therefore, no social. And most, And when it comes to business accounts, depending on the business, those, um, they they mainly look at that EIN number. The, the the actual number that you give them as the profile is just a profile to say that that 
person is responsible for this account. And remember, trust our persons. So. Right. Now, if you want to, there's another way I do it, but I won't talk about that on the air. You would have to get my CPN webinar for that. There's another way you can specifically do it and works just as fine, but it's too high level information to be talking about out in the open like this. Can you reveal it in our next class? (laughs) I've revealed it. If you're in the class, you already know it. How long have you been in the class? Um, A month. How much do you know about CPN numbers? Um, I know a little. I don't know much. I know a little. Oh, okay. I did mention it in the class, but you probably missed it. Yeah, I'll talk about it. That's coming up this week, actually. All right. Well, yeah, this week. Yeah, this. Oh, wow. I forgot. I, I got to uh, look at my schedule. I might have to move that class to further in the week. I, I didn't. I forgot I'm going to be doing my uh, Zoom meeting. Um, yeah, but I will talk about it in the class. All right. Okay. Anything else? All right. One more. All right. Yeah. Please. Fill, fill yeah. out these SS4s. Um, or, you know, getting your EIN numbers. I know um, sometimes you may call in or you can get them online, but do you have, like, a template with oh, filling out the okay. SS4s? Okay, okay, mm-hmm. If you're in the class, that means you got to go get your trust from Al, right? Yeah. yeah. What are you getting the EIN for? What are you looking to get them for? Well, I know we have the the few to set up for the trust. Well, you don't and need to do that because Al takes care of all of that. He handles that. Okay. That's all part of the trust. Yeah, he does that. That's all part of the trust. He takes care of that. You want to do it the way he's setting it up because it creates separation from your legis. So, so when you go get your trust, don't the EINs are all part of that package. Okay, gotcha. All right. All right. All yeah, I don't have. break your head about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then what I just told you earlier, the trust numbers and what's going to do what, that that's exactly what you'll be doing. So, yeah, you're fine. Don't, yeah. With the EINs for the go get the trust. He's gonna all the EIN numbers is gonna be part of that. I think the only number you probably will have to go get on your own is your nine eight number, which that's very simple. Right. So. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Peace. Now, you know, I'm glad she brought that up, and it because it made me think about nine eight numbers. Remember, it's been said over and over and over again, and I actually believed it, that you could not get an account with a 9-8 number. That is unequivocally absolutely not true. You can. See, it was how people were trying to get the account number with the 9-8 number. They, they were just going to get an account with that and didn't have anything to back that up, didn't have a trust to prove to go with the 9-8 number. That's why they didn't open up the account. It was very simple. See, it was right in front of me. But because I didn't know enough, I just went with the flow. That's why it's important for you to vet information. But let me keep moving on. 816-462. Peace.
816-462. Going once, going twice. Moving on, moving on. 504 715. Greetings. Greetings, Akeem. Greetings. How are you? Happy New Year. I'm well. I'm well. Happy New Year. Um, first off, I wanted to um I really enjoyed the, the New Year's Eve webinar. Um and I literally have been on a manhunt trying to find the video of Reverend Ike that you played at the end. I, I can't find the name of it, so I wanted to see if it was uh, – if you What was that one about – oh, I recorded it, so I, I'll be able to find it. I did record okay, it, so yeah. I have to go in. It's one of my recordings. What was it talking about? And I probably could – he, he was talking about your pretty much your feelings and how to control your feelings and and how you know, oh that's like a, that a series of uh, okay I know which one you're talking about hang on okay hang so on. I was like trying and trying to find the keywords and everything I I just could not find it so no it, yes, you, it's all, that's because <laughs> all, the the ones that I have I bought from the website. And okay. it is, I think it's the Control Your Luck series. That, and also... Control so your feelings sure. and tell them what to do. That's what he was saying? Yes. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, oh. I, I, that was the first question. And then, I just, um for the, the name change replay, I, I wanted to make sure I didn't miss that email um as far as uh just being it being sent out. So um were you able to send that? Yeah. Out? Did you send that? I sent out I, I all the videos y'all out. supposed to get, name change. You you part of the membership I take it. Yes. Are um you? I didn't get the name change replay, the, the Zoom meeting that was on the thirteenth. I I still haven't received that one. I sent so that in I'm, a folder to everybody at once. Okay. The last email was the the recruitment files, but I I didn't get the the name change video, so I I didn't receive that one. Yeah, but, I sent that um, in a separate email. Okay, yeah, I didn't I didn't get um, that one at all. And I all right, here it uh, is. Okay, let me give you this Reverend Ike thing. To move forward with the the name change also, so I'll be contacting you. For, Consultation. I'm gonna while we're on the phone, I'm gonna check and see if you part of that. Uh, I think it's your mind and how it works for you. It's either that one. Oh, uh, I think that's okay. the one. Your mind and how it works for you. Okay, thank but you. But all mostly all the Reverend Ike stuff is like power. Now I got some new ones that I just bought through a whole series of new ones. And um, massive success, and he is actually dropping down and saying exactly that the Bible is nothing but a metaphor. It's all about the mind. No such thing as Christ or Jesus. <laughs> he actually said this. Yeah. I'm like, wow. He these newer ones, they just he just blow. I think right now people are ready to hear that. Yeah, Some, a lot of people I, uh, are ready to hear the the real. You know what. Yeah. The Bible is not, is all about you and your mind and how to operate. Yeah. And all the characters in there are aspects of your thoughts. Exactly. And if you look at it, you could you look at these some of these scriptures, you can see yourself in there. 
mm-hmm. and how how things are playing out. Like you can see, like when Christ is teaching and he's hanging out with all of the people that they considered unrighteous, then he had the righteous talking about, oh, look at who you hanging out. We we see that every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every day we see that type of you know treatment. But yeah, yeah, I think that's the one you're talking about. And then it was the other one, how to stop negative things. That could be it too. How to stop negative things. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm writing oh. all of this down. And I, I like somebody just put me on to him maybe and, like a year ago and ever since then I, that's all I've been seeing is Reverend Ike, Reverend Ike. And then right, yeah. and listening to your videos, that's all I've been hearing. So I'm like, I know I know this is like where I'm supposed to be right now. So I I right. really appreciate that. And write this one, control your life series. That one there. Control your life. And it's just some of them I just listen to all the time. I you know, it's the is the uh, one I like is uh, I meet no one but me, but the the one that I play over and over again because it, it puts me in a technique that does the trick. And I actually got it here on, uh, on, okay. uh, on, on, on the, the show. I play it sometimes. All right. Okay. All I right. Will, Thank oh, you so no, much. I, I appreciate it. check something. Hang on. Let me, let me check something real quick and make sure you're on that okay. email list because I did send it out to everybody. Some people, okay. somebody was complaining that they couldn't download it, so I know I sent it out. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Let's look at group. You in group one or two? Two. Give me the first part of your email address. Just, just the first part. M. M. W. Q. M. W. Q. That's the one you signed up with. Yes, yeah, yeah. I see it. Okay. It's a Gmail address. You should have got yeah. it. Yeah. You should have okay, got it. Okay, I'll I'll go back. I'll go back. Check your check. spam folder. Check okay. Your spam folder. Um, okay. I'll check on the computer too. All right. Because I, I use it on my phone. Okay. Thank you. Well, we'll be having a meeting come Sunday anyway. So. All right. Okay. All right. You All have right. Good night. Peace. Thank you. You too. All right. Peace. All right. All right. Let's. Eight one six is back. Let's see if we can get him on. Eight one six four six two. Peace, peace, peace of love. How's it going? Going good, brother King. Everything okay. Always good, man. How's it going with you? Man, it's a blessing today, brother. It is. It very is. Um, there's a couple of things I just wanted to say real quick. Um, uh, okay. first thing, first thing is, um, I appreciate, um, the invitation to the prosperity, uh, uh, ritual, uh, New Year's Eve. Uh, I didn't quite know exactly what I was doing. I was sitting in the dark for, <laughs> for a good minute, <laughs> for a good minute, <laughs> well, for a good minute, but you know, getting into the vibes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I definitely got into it, man. But uh, it, it was an experience, and uh, I really appreciate that, man. I really do. Um, 
And the second thing is, uh, I was, that's what I was really going to just get on here and say. But the second thing was uh, the lady that was talking about, uh, uh, she was talking about the EINs and so forth uh-huh. and um, uh, for a business or what whatnot. Um, I mm-hmm. talked to you before about uh, I had somebody do my paperwork before, and I have an EIN with them under uh, mm-hmm. the name that I would like to use, I would like to start going by. Now, with that mm-hmm. EIN that has, that I already have uh, connected to the name that I want to use, would that be a problem when I come to you to get everything no, the way really. it needs to be? It wouldn't be a problem for me. It just might be a problem for you because you don't know how they got, who's the responsible party that got that number? How is it connected? What right, is it connected right. to? What's the first two digits of it? Of the uh, of the EIN, yeah. Oh, I don't know it right off. I I got that in my briefcase in the house. I don't know it. I looked at it a year oh, ago, okay. and I haven't looked back. Nine eight eight five. You know, cause that tells me. I want to say it was. I want to say it was a nine eight. If it's a yeah, nine eight, it's not eight, 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 so it's a good number. You can use that. Yeah. Now you can't oh, open up a bank okay. account with that unless you have paperwork like a trust document to show that it's a trust, and then they open up the bank account. Oh, okay, okay. See, okay. In the past, I'll tell you people what, try to take those uh-huh. nine-eight numbers and open up bank accounts, but they don't have any paperwork to back up that number. The, you number. know, the support okay. using the number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They do. Okay. You know, I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about it, so I'm not gonna uh, do a whole lot of talking on it. But I will be listening. Yeah. Okay, bro. All right. All right, peace. So, but uh, I will I will get with you on. I thought he was done. I'm, I'm My bad. Hey, I'm sorry. I cut you off. You're all right. You're all right. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Peace. All right. Let's go to three one three seven three seven. Well, three one three seven three seven. Oh, I guess he. Not there, doing something else. Sometimes people call in and they start doing other things to forget they on hold. Um, that's it's eight twenty eight. I think I gave y'all enough information first of the year to think about. A lot of great things to look forward to. Oh, uh, oh, we got one more. We got another. Let's see. Let's see what uh, hindsight teammate one, personal teammate of mine. Nine one nine nine four eight. Hello. Hi, Keith. Hello. Hi. Hello. Yeah. I just wanted to tell you I'm enjoying the show. Um, I really enjoyed that Reverend Ike. You're not that saying you that. I'm not saying that because you're fond of me, are you? You're not just saying. Oh, that. of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead. But no, I want to support you, and um, yeah, I just wanted to say I enjoyed the show. Um. I like the that reminder that you have mentioned about how most of our thoughts originate from other people's thoughts. Yeah. And um, yeah. I think that's yeah. so true because we're so conditioned to listen to other people instead of listening mm-hmm. to our own thoughts. But, um, right. but I also wanted to say something to you. Um, I wanted to thank you publicly, which I don't usually do, but I just wanted to thank you for 
not only being a good man, provider, um, father figure for my children, but I wanted to thank you for just not being afraid to share your knowledge and, and also your imperfections, because I don't think a lot of men do that. Well, so, I thank you I for that. You. Well, and you're thank doing a good you job. For those words. That, 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 that's a lot. You know, that breathes life into a situation when a woman does that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, thanks a lot for that. Okay. All right. And I thank you for being you, be, being patient. Because <laughs> I know I'm a handful. <laughs> um, thank you. All right. Thank you, Beth. Okay. Talk All to right. you in a, in a few. Hi. Uh, yeah, she's right downstairs. So, um, okay, 7313 is back. 313737. We got two numbers up here. I Let's see. Let's see this other one. He's up up here twice. Uh, three one three seven three seven. Hey, hey, Akeem. Hey, how you doing, man? Happy, happy new fiscal. Happy. Same to you. Happy Happy new new fiscal. Peace, prosperity, and extreme wealth to you. Oh man, and to you too, brother. You know, man. It was. It's a. It's a new beginning, right? New beginnings, uh-huh. right? Shaking off, uh, you know, shaking off old uh, carapaces, shaking off old dead skin, you know, putting on a new skin, new attitude, yep. new framework, you know, new framework. Yep. You know, we all women, man. And, you know, we put in our mind, oh, you know, it's hard to shake this. It's hard to do that, man. Just say yes or no. It ain't, you know, just, mm-hmm. it ain't no, just do it. Whatever it is, man, just do it. And on another note, man, yeah. on some real personal note, okay? And this between me and you, man, and I, I want you to, you know, to, to like, you know, just feel this for me, if you, so to speak. Okay. You know, over the last five going on six years, brother, you know, me and you, we done been through some ups and downs. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I, I, just want you, I just want you. <laughs> I just want you to know, man, <laughs> yeah. that you know through everything we done been through, you know, through the whole situation, man. I see you as a, a brother, man. You know what I'm saying? Okay. All right. And um, the the many people you done helped, man, amidst your tribulations, that you know some of us have seen you know, personally, and maybe those that we haven't seen, you know. Uh-huh. And I just want you to know, man, I, I see the aura that's around you, man. You know, the second time you came to the D and, you know, I saw you and shit, you know. Uh-huh. And um, it just, you a good person with good energy, man. And I've had to let a lot a negative energy go, man, you know, and um, one show you talked about, we you was talking about, man, you know, a lot of things I've done, you you were saying this, you know, I did them because, and, and I wasn't ready for them. You was like, sometimes you just got to sit back and be patient when the time comes, when you're ready, 
you will know you're ready. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And you you bring out a lot of good in people. You know. And I know I'm taking up a lot of time, man, but this is like right. some some refocusing, you know, from a, right. a, a, a a cosmic and a universal standpoint, bro. Like I said, I was on YouTube and I read three of the so many pages you got concerning, I don't know if it was your petition or just the nationality thing. But as yeah. I was reading through that, man, I told you this before. As I was reading through that, it's just certain things that just hit me with it. And I'm like, wow, God damn it. If he had this before this other fuckery, you see what I'm saying, bro? Right. I, I, I see exactly what you're saying. I got you, bro. Do you, I got you, you with feel a, you know, me? I feel you. And I just want to say, man, you know, without no Lou or nothing, without no Lou or nothing, I want, I'm, well, let me say, I'm ready. If, if you will have me, bro, I, I'm ready to do what we talked about last year when I wasn't ready. Okay. Well, we when we'll I have was to talk about ready. that because some 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 things have changed. But let let no let, doubt, no doubt. And I'm, I'm not going to shut you down like that. But I will. We can. We gonna have a conversation about it, man to man. No doubt. That's that's all I'm saying, bro. You know that's how it starts, okay. bro. With a I conversation. Know. That's how it starts. Yeah. Because you're doing great things, man. And I always, and, and you know, I got to put this out there, man, the, the, the queens you brought in, bro, man, look, they be, they be, they be hitting, hitting you in the, in the gizzards. You know what I'm saying, bro? They hit topics that really get in your, you know, in your, in your soul and in your core, man, you know. Right. And I, I see nothing but good light over there, man, because I. You know, I see other things, other other places, you know, and, and it's not right. radiating with me anymore. Right. And I want to try to undo certain things. You understand? Because I like where you're going with the, 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 the universal law. Right. There's only one law, and that's the law of the mind. The law of God. Already, only one law. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah. if you operate you know, from that you know. point and understand that power, although you look like you defeated to other people, to the to the less exact. spiritual Man. minds, you're Preach never it, defeated. bro. Tell it, bro. Tell it. That's it's how not I what they're looking like. Right now. And I see right. they like, oh, look, he done stopped. He done stop what he doing. He ain't reading. He ain't studying. You don't know, but see, that's because I look like I, like like uh, Whistler said in Blade. I look like hammered shit. You feel me? But don't even uh-huh. know what's up underneath. Don't yeah. even know. Because it's powerful, bro. All I'm saying, bro, I gave up 30 years worth of Newport 100s in one night. Wow, that's an accomplishment, man. You should thank yourself for that. And the last day was November 29th, 2020. 
my son's birthday, and I yes, said I wasn't man. taking it. I wasn't taking yes, that. I did it before my before the completion of my fifties, before the completion of my jubilee. Good man. That's good. I'm going after a jubilee and a half, bro. Two jubilees and a half. 120 years. Okay. That's what the gods gave earthly. And I want a bit yeah. of it. Yeah. Good, man. And I'm going to get I'm, every I'm, bit I'm, of it. I'm glad you, 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 you uh, tend to those thoughts. That's the, that's the only job we got to keep our minds straight. Don't let it get out of control. And we got it. What you're going to notice as your mind changes, your people, your surroundings change. People start looking at you funny. You see, we can't get distracted by those looks because the reason why they're looking at you funny because your energy doesn't resonate with their energy anymore. Mm -hmm. Those energies want to be in a certain place and you're trying to be in a certain place and there's no more. No, no, no judgment against them. It's just no. You're growing. I I don't want to be there. It's not radiating. You know, just 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 certain energies, man. I can't deal with it no more, and I ain't about to. It's yeah. just that simple, point blank. It's too short, man. That's, and I got a lot of info. I got a lot of power, a lot of energy, man. A lot of uplifting. It's some well, you great always things had out a lot there, of man. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I gotta, right. I gotta, I gotta send it out, man. I, I gotta send it okay, out. Bro. You know, we need hope right now. Everybody needs some type of hope right now. And I got the origins of of the hope. I got the origins of. It. See what I'm saying? Okay. We all need truth. The wisdom of the wise ones will be broken. Right. And their knowledge basically yeah. will become useless. That's what I'm here right. to do. I'm here to break the wisdom of the wise ones, bro. And I just want to thank you, bro. Right. You've been a big part of me. All right, you welcome. Tra- my transformation. All right, All right. We, we, we will definitely talk, but it won't be this week because I got a hell of a week ahead of me. It's cool, man. I ain't going you know. nowhere. I All got right. unnatural patience like a Sith Lord. <sighs> okay, bro. All right, peace to the God, man. Keep that mind strong. All right. All right. Here's my last words for the evening, and then I'll close it down. I'm glad Septimius came on and said what he said because it 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 it, it, it opened me up to, to, to tell y'all, listen, you will meet adversity always when you're trying to do good things. It's always going to be there. And the, and the biggest adversity is going to be your own thoughts. See, remember, it's not the people that's acting up. It's the mind that reacts to the people that is acting up. And that's all you need to control in order to keep yourself in check. That's it. It's not, see, what we do, we make mistakes. When people are acting up, we want to go out and you're wrong for doing what you did. Instead of saying, you know what? Is, is assessing the situation. If I get into this verbal altercation with this person, is it worth my peace? Simple question. Yes or no? And we, and I can tell you unequivocally, is a, it's a no. It's not worth your peace. You know, there was a time where I wanted to say a lot of things in defense of myself. It, it was plenty of times. 
But I look back on that now, and it's like a wow, you know. It's almost like the Bible says, I don't remember the bad times. All I remember is the good times. You know, those those things is like a a a a, a fleeting thought now. Every now and then, something come up to remind me, but the old things, the former things, have passed away. Everything's anew now, and we are in the year twenty twenty one, twenty twenty one. We went through twenty twenty where we see everything for what it is, and if you didn't see everything for what it is, you're going to be stuck in that position. If you still lost in that twenty twenty one, now is the time for. Now that I know the truth, which side am I going to be on? The side of truth or the side of the lies? There's no in-between anymore, no straddling the fence. None of that. You're going to have to, you're going to, have to live by truth, spirit and truth, or live by the lower vibration of the lies. And we already know where that heads when you're living in, in, in the lie. Temporary satisfactions, and at the end of the day, you're depressed. But when you're living in truth, you don't have to make any excuses. You don't have to justify yourself because you already know who you are. You know you are the divine manifestation of God. You are God in the flesh. God works through you, not outside of you. It's always going to be ridiculed. That's what the whole Christ story is about. He came and did all these Wonderful things, these miracles, and the same people who helped one of them dead. And was this a physical death? No, it was a metaphorical spiritual death they were trying to kill. And what what Christ, the sacrifice of the Christ was the sacrifice of the lower self, the self that wants to be right and wants to be justified. He had to suffer that whole night to the next morning, afternoon, under ridicule, and he did no wrong. And some of you gonna do gonna experience that thing. You did no wrong, and you gonna get ridiculed. People are gonna laugh, and they are gonna poke fun. They gonna say, "Ha ha, look what he talking about." When I started talking about the Bible, people was actually, "Oh, he 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 talking about the Bible and comparing it to the trust." Ha ha ha! Literally. Now, what I just did completed today, the last part of it today, all had to do with the Bible, putting people on notice on who, which side I'm on. I told y'all, religious freedoms is the key. Your spirituality is the key to freedom. But first, you got to get into the higher consciousness of your mind and become spiritual. Then you will see what the scriptures is actually telling you to do when it comes to your personal life. It said, make Jesus your personal Lord and Savior, or Christ. What does that represent? A trust. Make that trust your personal Lord and Savior. As above, so below. What is in the spirit becomes physical. See, we have been taught to do the opposite. Go for the material things, the the outside things first. Or that, you know, actually the church said you're supposed to put God first, but in their concept was come here, give me your tithes, and and hopefully God will do something for you someday. But I'm here to tell you, no, put the spirit first, and all of those things will be 
added to you. So once you understand the spiritual side, you'll know how to, to how to operate in trust, a spiritual trust, which protects you. And the government recognizes that. Remember, the church was always taxes them. Now, if you set yourself as a church, a corporate soul church, properly and notify the proper authorities about this corporate soul, private business trust, To be continued. All right. Good show. Good energy. I appreciate the positive comments. I appreciate everybody getting on. But keep then stay tuned and and work on that mind. You know, the sister's going to listen to Reverend Knight over and over. Play that thing at night. Play it. Play it. Play it. It's better than what's playing on the TV and the news. And... With that being said, since the sister loves Reverend Ike so much, and I told her I'm going to share one of my personal favorites that get me hyped. Sometimes I'll be play-acting play Reverend Ike. Excuse me. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's find it. Um, let's see. You know, you know how it is. It's always when you want, when you're looking for uh, what you want, it's harder to find, right? There it is. There it is. All right. Remember, we got uh, the Solomon Simpson Show tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Just a Contagious Divine Connection Show, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Raising Independent Thinkers Show. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sunday. And Bun Bay had a great show yesterday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Till next time, peace. I'm going to talk to you today from the subject, a technique that does the trick. And remind you also that I don't let my subject interfere with what I have to say. A bit of definition for a moment. Let's define the word technique. Technique, a method of accomplishing a desired aim. A method of accomplishing a practical purpose. Technique, a method of accomplishing a practical purpose. So today I'm going to talk about a method and methods of achieving and maintaining Health, happiness, love, success, prosperity, and money. And, of course, we're always talking about this because the science of living, as we call it, is a technology of living. And we're constantly giving you practical ways and means of accomplishing your good aims. I want to share with you this subject from a success idea by the same name, a technique that does the trick. And I want to talk about the success idea for just a moment. Everything in your life comes from the ideas in your mind. And you're never going to get any further in life than the ideas in your mind. And each month I publish 
what I call a spoonful of positive ideas for you to feed to your mind, to nourish it, so that it will be strong in achieving the purpose that you desire. A success idea can take anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes to read. But when you take this extra time each day to read and to study and to contemplate, upon a powerful idea, it will make a difference in your life. Because again, the Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. In this success idea, a technique that does the trick, I refer to a very interesting technique used by a very rich and successful man, the way he begins his day. I didn't name him in the success idea, but I'll tell you who he is now. It's W. Clement Stone. And he uses the term PMA, positive mental attitude. And it is said that he begins his day every day by saying, I feel good, I feel great, I feel terrific. And I'm sure that if some purely intellectual people were to hear a grown man, a business executive, a multimillionaire going around shouting, I feel great, I feel good, I feel terrific, they'd probably say, well, you know, maybe we'd better commit him. He's old and senile. But more than that, for years, Mr. Stone, in his organizational meetings and salesmen's meetings, he would teach his sales staff and his organizational people to sing that old Sunday school song, I feel the joy, joy, joy down in my heart. And all of this which I'm explaining is the technique by which one pumps up his feelings. And may I say to you that you should make it a practice every day and especially in the mornings to pump up your feelings. Whatever you can do to lift up your feeling nature will lift up your entire experience of life. I want to repeat it again. Whatever you can do to lift up your feeling nature will lift up your entire experience of life. If listening to a particular piece of music makes you feel better, that too is a spiritual mental technique. So many times, you know, people divide between the so-called spiritual and the secular without really understanding the mind science behind things. And may I say to you, whatever is good and right, and it does not hurt you and it does not harm anyone else, but it helps you to lift up your feeling nature, that is a good spiritual technique. Wherever people get together and rejoice, that's good. That's a good spiritual mental technique for lifting up your feelings. And of course, this is really the meaning in the Bible where Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness. You see, the serpent crawls on its belly, and the belly represents the feeling nature. And you should not go through life crawling on your belly. In other words, with your feelings low. Feeling low. And you remember, for the healing of the people, Moses was instructed to make a brazen serpent and hold it up. And everyone who would look up would be healed and would live. Again, as I said, it really means that we're not to go through life crawling in our feeling nature. But we are rather to lift up our feeling nature to lift up our hearts, to lift up our minds, to lift up our emotions. And we ought to do those things which do not harm us and which do not harm anybody else, which help to lift up our feeling nature. You've got to learn how to be high on happiness. Their wonderful television minister in this area preached 
a sermon, I believe, once on television. That was the title of it, How to Be High on Happiness Every Day. So every day you should ride a mighty high. You should lift up the serpent. Lift up your feelings. Again, that beautiful psalm bespeaks this when it says, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. And whatever makes you feel low, like a serpent crawling on its belly, you should leave it alone and lift up your feelings. You should not even go back into your past and think upon those bad experiences in the past that make you feel low. Stop thinking about that dirty deal that that SOB did you last year. It makes you feel low. Be careful how you read that newspaper. For God's sake, don't listen to that news before you go to sleep. That 11 o'clock news will give you a lethal dose of bad vibration. As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should live. Again, to define the technique that I'm talking about, it's a technique of lifting up your feelings. You know, I told you that life meets you like you meet life. You see, and you should meet life with a feeling of joy, a feeling of happiness, a feeling of the expectation of good. You know, some of you are like Brother Job. Sometimes in preaching on Job, the fundamentalist minister would use the subject, why do the righteous suffer? In other words, that's what they're trying to find. Why do good people suffer? And as I've told you, and it bears repeating here, you can be morally straight but mentally crooked, and you'll suffer. You can be morally and ethically straight and correct, but if you do not know how to positively relate to your emotions, the processes of your mind, you will suffer. And this is what happened to Job. I wondered what happened to him too. And then I listened to him. As I told you, when people talk to me now about whatever the problem is, this is why I don't talk to, I don't have long sessions talking to people about their problems anymore. In the first place, within the first few seconds, I can tell what, why they're having those problems. And one of the reasons they're having those problems is because they think about them and talk about them. And when you think about your problem all the time and talk about it all the time, this feeds it. It gets bigger and eats you up. I listen to Job. And I heard him say, the thing I greatly feared has come upon me. So that's what got Job, the thing. So he didn't even know what the hell it was. <laughs> Just like some of you, you don't know why the hell you feel so bad. But you're going around crawling on your belly, feelings dragging in the dirt. Go to the psychiatrist for 10 years and pay him umpteen thousand dollars. He still doesn't know. And these psychiatrists, they have to find some techniques also, you know, to throw off that stuff you put on them. I can tell you a little about this. It's been, it's been my pleasure to share with the psychiatrists 
at Harvard Medical School, Department of Psychiatry in Boston. One of my friends, a psychiatrist, told me that at their last convention, the psychiatrist drank more liquor than any convention in the history of that hotel. I won't tell you what city and what hotel. Now, that technique is not a technique that works. That's not the one that I'm talking about. That's not the technique that I'm recommending to you today. You should not have to depend upon alcohol and drugs to get your mighty high. Because when you do depend upon these things to get your mighty high, you haven't found the real thing yet. Because when you really find the real thing, the presence, the power of God within you, that is the highest high. Job said, the thing I greatly fear has come upon me. Why are some people so fearful? Why are they feeling dragging the ground? Some of them don't know. It's just a thing. Why do you feel so bad? I don't know. Your expensive psychiatrist, he doesn't know. You just feel bad. You have to learn how to lift up your feelings, to lift up your emotions. You should learn to practice every day pumping up your feelings. Ask yourself this question, and it's important. What do I feel that I should be like at certain ages? I want you to write that down. I want you to really study that. What do I feel that I should be like at certain ages? You've got to watch these feelings again. And where did you get these ideas and feelings? Where did I get these ideas and feelings about what I should be like at various ages? And again, I want to warn you that just certain things you shouldn't always be saying and telling people. You keep telling people, I am 35. And you keep on going, I am 60. I am 65. And then people project all these things onto you. Just like when people say to me, what sign are you? For God's sake, don't ever tell that. <laughs> you see, that's why I told you, you know, people say, well, Reverend Ike, don't tell me I thought up all these negative things on myself. I didn't think this. I didn't think up this rheumatism. No, the world mind already have these cut and dry negative thoughts ready for you. You see, if you're a Libra, you know, you've got it all cut out for you. <laughs> you don't have to think that up. If you under so-called under the sign, if you mentally put yourself under the sign of Libra, it's all fixed for you. And people say to me, Reverend Ike, what's your sign? I say, the dollar sign. In the world mind, in the body of world thought, there are already certain definitions ready-made for you before you got here. This is the meaning of the scripture, born in sin and shaped in iniquity. It means that you were born into a world of negative ideas and you permitted these negative ideas to shape your destiny. But do not permit your feelings about yourself to be determined by world thought. Lift up the serpent. Lift up your feeling nature. Don't go through life crawling upon your belly. And I may say that many more times in the next few minutes before this is over because it's very important. A lot of people may poke fun at this technique of pumping up one's feelings by saying, I feel good. The real intellectual people ask it all the time. Well, Reverend, how can I say I don't feel good if I don't feel good? Yes, that is really the time you ought to say, I feel good. I feel great. I feel terrific. 
before I thought of this as a technique, I remember one morning in South Carolina, I just woke up and for some reason, you know, just a blue mood. Phonograph was right beside the bed, and I had a good shouting gospel record there. And I slapped it on the turntable and turned it up and just made one leap out of bed and started dancing. <laughs> and that was a technique that did the trick. You can turn on the radio early in the morning, hear all of these wonderful speakers giving you a charge to begin your day. God bless all of those wonderful ministers and programs. You know, whatever turns you on, find something that turns you on that doesn't hurt you and doesn't hurt anybody else. And let that be your technique for pumping up your feelings. Find somebody that turns you on. I think that each person in any kind of relationship should be benefited, should be blessed. I think that there should be a great giving and receiving in every relationship. And don't hang around too long with these people who are always pulling your charge and not giving you a charge back. All right. Some of these things may sound strange, and the purely intellectual may poke fun at some of these homespun techniques. But this practice of pumping up feelings has made many men successful and rich and prosperous and will do the same for you. I use the terminology here, the trick. And here is the trick. Whatever you feel about yourself deep within your heart, your subconscious mind, you can and will be do and have. Feeling is the trick. But be sure that you never use your mind power to think, wish, or feel evil toward yourself or another. Because your ill feelings toward another will get you first. You have to be careful how you relate to your feelings. Another thing, and let me ask you this. Do you rule your feelings or do your feelings rule you? Don't answer out loudly. Write it in the first person. Do I rule my feelings or do my feelings rule me? That's a good point where I can make a pitch for Reverend Ike's sermon. Tell your feelings how to feel. Tell your mind what to think. Tell your feelings how to feel. Tell your body how to react. Do I rule my feelings or do my feelings rule me? Do you just sit down and accept whatever feeling that comes along to you? If you are, you're in trouble. Decide how you want to feel. Decide what you want to feel. And manipulate your feelings in that way. Spend time with people who are of a happy disposition. If there's some sad sacks in your life, try to cheer them up. If they won't let you cheer them up, leave them alone. The old saying is, misery loves company. And you know, those people who are always feeling bad, they'll even feel worse if you won't feel bad with them. You don't love me because you won't feel bad with me. It has been correctly said, if you feel right about yourself, you can do anything. Let me give you this early morning question. How do I feel about myself today? More than that, let's make it an instant question. How do I feel about myself right now? Let's say that loudly. How do I feel about myself right now? Underline feel. How do I feel about myself? Don't answer out loudly. This is to be 
handled in the councils of your own mind. And as a matter of fact, I think you should ask yourself that question several times a day. How do I feel about myself right now? Because the results that you will achieve are in your present attitude, in your present feeling, in your present disposition. The results that you will achieve in life are just as certain as your feeling about yourself. That's why we call this science. Because it is a knowing. As I said last week, we are not dealing here with blind faith or dumb luck. This is science. This is why it has been called by various names such as science of mind, a mind science, a science of living, a science of self-awareness. Because if you know how you feel about yourself, you also know the results that you're going to achieve. If you want to know your fate, if you want to know your future, your fate, your future are just as certain as your feeling about yourself. Your basic gut feeling about yourself. And let's get low with this. And right for cross-examining yourself. What is my gut feeling about myself? Ask yourself the question, what is my gut feeling about myself? You know, on the intellectual level there, on the top of your head, many little feelings may come and go. Maybe they're questions, maybe they're doubts. Maybe you don't particularly know the specifics of how, when, or where something is going to work out. Well, that's not all that important. But the most important thing is the question, what is my gut feeling about myself? As businessmen sometimes say, what is my gut level feeling about myself? And I like to be verbose about this and repetitious. And so we're going to say it again, adding that word. What is my gut level feeling about myself? Come on. What is my gut level feeling about myself? You know, maybe something didn't happen quite like I thought it should have happened objectively. But be that as it may, that really isn't so important. For the most important thing in my life is my gut level feeling about myself. You know, way down deep, below the intellect, below the reasoning mind, below the belt, to use boxing terms. And that's something really to think about. And if I can find some techniques for establishing positive gut-level feelings about myself, my positive gut-level feeling about myself will really take care of all of the details. You see, because on the level of the subconscious mind, the subconscious mind here again works by feeling, like all of these affirmations that we say. You know, affirmation is one of the techniques that we use here in mind science. But when that affirmation gets to the subconscious, it is translated as feeling to the subconscious. And so all that we're doing here, all of the techniques that we're using here, are geared toward one... Stay right there. Stay right there. You're listening to Hindsight Radio. Hindsight Radio.